You're listening to the Pool Builder Marketing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping your service-based business grow and thrive using the latest technology in internet marketing. And now, here's the host of our show and the CEO of Grow Inc., Matt Law. All right, everyone, I want to welcome you back to our next training. Uh, my name is Matt Law. I'm the CEO of Grow Inc. We are a marketing agency that works exclusively with service-based businesses, and we're glad you're here. If you're just now tuning in and you're like, hey, let me learn how to dominate with Google Ads, hey, I'd suggest going all the way back to the beginning, start with the first training episode, learn about the four-step marketing process that we use here at Grow Inc., and then go right through that training until you get to here. It will make so much more sense than just jumping in uh, and learning about Google Ads. So in this episode, uh, we are basically going to help you uh, figure out how you can dominate Google Ads. And I want to say uh, something uh, as a marketing consultant uh, and someone that has used Google Ads for my own business when I own a service company, um, and also as someone who uses Google Ads as a marketer for lots of clients, and someone that also uses Google Ads for our own business, I want to tell you something. I really, really hate Google. And the majority of their revenues are derived from ad ads. And when Facebook came out, Google Ads revenue did not go down. Uh, when people started spending a lot more money online at other channels, on uh, Twitter, or on all of these other, on Instagram as well, Google revenues did not go down. Google uh, has continually, over the years, made it harder and harder and harder for small businesses. And even now, they will tell you, hey, just put everything on autopilot. It's AI. We'll do everything. And really, the campaigns are not optimized in your best interest. Basically, Google wants you to get a few leads, but more than anything, they want to keep you spending money. They make billions of dollars a quarter uh, off of companies just like yours. And so what I'm going to tell you in this podcast is that I don't like Google. And matter of fact, I want you to spend as little as possible with them. And I want to maximize every dollar. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in this podcast. If you set up your ad campaigns, like I suggest in this uh, in this training, what you're going to find is that you're going to spend less than your competitors and you're going to have more leads. So Google ad dominance. Do you need to run Google ads for your service business? If you have ticketed items that are in the thousands of dollars for services uh, from 5,000, 6,000, you know, some, some service businesses have super high ticket items. I will tell you, yes, absolutely, 100%. Even though I don't like Google, you need to be spending money on Google ads. And the, the reason is, is that you can generate a great return on investment. So why would you need to use Google then? Because Google controls the search engines. Now, Yahoo and Bing also have a percentage, and there's little other search engines like DuckDuckGo and things like that. But Google still controls the market share for searches. And so until that changes, you are going to need to spend on Google ads and you should be able to generate a great return on investment. So with Google ads, there are some challenges because 
your competitors locally, if they know what they're doing, they're spending a lot of money on Google ads and they're generating a lot of traffic and probably a lot of deals. So you got to break in. And sometimes there's a lot of competition and it's hard to stand out in this crowded digital space. The other problem that you likely have is you just don't have time to learn it. It's, uh, it's complex. It's technical. And if you do the basic settings like they want you to do, you, you usually don't generate enough business to make it worth your while. So a lot of times we'll, I'll, I'll talk to a new service client and I'll say, Hey, tell me about your experience using Google ads. And it's, you know, this and grumpy, 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 and it never worked. And we never made amount. And then I look at their campaigns and I'm like, well, of course this isn't going to work the way it's set up. So I want to give you some solutions. And even though we're going to talk a little bit technical here, um, hopefully it will make sense uh, to you. So the first thing that is most important uh, with Google is to understand is that Google doesn't treat everything equal. So when when you're doing pay-per-click bidding, you may bid more than everyone else and still not have that one, two, or three spot, okay? And it, just because you're spending more per click doesn't mean you're paying uh, you're getting the top ranking spot. So it's not a fair auction. So Google looks at a couple of things, and this is all based, uh, what they what they do basically is they give each keyword you use a quality score. And so what they are looking at is your keywords, okay? So say you have a keyword for your main service. They are looking at your ad content, and they're like, hey, how closely does this ad content connect to uh, what the keyword. And so say, for example, you set up a campaign for service one, but your ad doesn't mention service one. It doesn't have that service in there. And let's just use, uh, let's use an electrical uh, contracting uh, company. And so maybe you are trying to get more commercial clients and you're like, Hey, the, the keyword is commercial electricians. And then your ad says residential electricians. So your ad and your keywords, they need to match. So that means you need to tighten up your grouping to all your different services and make an, a campaign and an ad group for each service. The other thing that really matters to a high quality score is that the landing page that you direct people to should match what it's about. And so, like I said, when we were talking about website development, you probably only have about seven pages on your site. But for every main service that you have, you need to have a landing page. And so if you will say example for a roofing contractor, they may have uh, tile roofing, they may have metal roofing, they may have asphalt roofing, they may have, um, you know, a, a something for skylights, they're going to have basically, whatever they're going to be searching for and looking for on Google, they're going to make a dedicated landing page. Now the dedicated dedicated landing page can be used uh, on the same template. So it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it needs to have a unique H1. And what we normally do is we'll do SEO on those pages and get them to rank organically, but then we'll also drive traffic to them through pay-per-click. And this is what you need to understand is you can spend probably half of what you're spending if you develop strong campaigns with a high quality score. So if you're spending $5 a click like right now, if you improve your landing pages, your ad, and make sure everything is tight, you could be spending only $2 per click. 
now with with that's significantly less. And so your ads are going to run longer. You're going to get more clicks. You're going to get more visitors and you're going to get more leads. And so Google ads is always changing and that's just part of it. But they are looking for you to serve the absolute best ad and the best experience to their customers. Because if you do a bad job as an advertiser, it doesn't just reflect on you, it reflects on Google. And if they lose people searching uh, in their search engines, they lose lots of money. So they don't want that to happen. So I want to quickly talk you through some of the different ad campaigns that you can set up, what you should do, and what you should avoid. And so the first thing that I will tell you is that there's a lot to this. And if we go back to measurable marketing we talked about previously, in Google, you are going to set up UTM tagging, which basically you would pass on uh, how the, the visitor who's coming to your website heard about you. You would also set up a call tracking tool like CallRail, which we talked about before, so that if they call you, you can look in there and you can say, hey, we got a call from one of our Google ads because you want to measure this so you can determine your return on investment. So as you go into Google, there's two modes, and I don't, I don't remember exactly where it is to change them, but most advertisers are in this really basic mode where it's really, really limited to what you can do. And this is really for mom and pop business owners that don't know what they're doing. They can turn on some ads, but it's not going to be very effective. You want to go to the advanced view, uh, however you find that in there. We turn it on each time we take a new client, but I have to look for it every time or figure out where it's at. But, but you want to be in the advanced view. And then you can see all of your campaigns. When you set up Google Ads, you want to set up conversion goals. And so usually this, you can take your conversion goals. If you've already set them up in Google Analytics, you can kind of connect the two. And then every time someone fills out a form, you can mark that as a goal. Every time someone clicks on your phone number to call you, like on a mobile phone, that is, you can set that up as a goal. And so you want to make sure you have your conversion goals set up. Uh, otherwise, basically, Google doesn't know what's working for you. And so you want to set up your conversion goals. Uh, another thing you want to do is you want to add negative keywords. And negative keywords in Google is basically the words you don't want to bid on. So um, let's say you're doing flooring. Uh, okay, so you don't, some of the words you want to put in there, like you don't want to have the word jobs, careers, training, apprentice, anything like that, because those aren't deals. Those are people looking for jobs. And so you want to put all your keywords in. A lot of times we put in keywords like trends, designs, ideas. Those are keywords that we'll put in there as well, because we want them to be customers looking for contractors to get started right away. So once we got our negative keywords in there, we've got our goals set up. And we know that we're going to use our UTM data, uh, urgent tracking, uh, tracking method so we can see what's working. We've got call tracking on there. We've got our web forms that are catching that data on the website. We're ready to go. And probably one of the first campaigns you are going to want to do is a performance max campaign. And basically, if you want to have uh, sponsored placements in the map section, you have to run a, a performance max. Now it used to be called like a local campaign, but now it's integrated into performance max. And basically you upload all these images, all these graphics, all of these things that you have to do a video as well. But then you can in the map section where say someone 
search for whatever contractor near me, you could show up at that top, that top spot as a sponsored placement. And that will generate a lot of calls. Again, all of this is going to be measured so we can see what works, but you're probably going to want to start with a performance max campaign. Another thing that you will probably set up is a remarketing campaign. So if you get traffic, say you're doing SEO on your website and you're getting referral campaigns and you're doing all of this, when people click over to your website, how great is it that you can kind of just stay in front of them? And so you can build a custom audience in uh, Google Analytics and you set up that audience and then you can market to them through remarketing. So basically it's all the people who have uh, been to your website, they now get to see your ad over and over again. So remarketing is a great one to do and you don't have to spend, you can spend a couple bucks a day, but you're staying in front of your customers. You're staying in front of, you know, the people that have visited your website. You're also going to do your performance max. You can spend a few bucks a day on that, 10 bucks a day on that. And that will get you phone calls because people are going to be going over to your business listing on um, on Google, on the Google Maps, and they could also be visiting your website. So those are some of the basic campaigns that you can kind of set up that I would not spend a lot of money. But here is where you should spend the, the bulk of your spend. And this is uh, a type of ad called search ads. So Google has a lot of networks, like so they own YouTube, and so you can advertise there. Uh, there's the, the performance max, which is basically, uh, the local listings. And it's also on a lot of other landing pages. Um, so if you've ever been to another website and there's ads by Google on there, uh, publishers or website owners basically get a split of every time someone clicks on your ad on their website. So those are content ads and we'll talk about that in a minute, but you really want search ads and what search ads are is when you go to Google and you do a search, the one, uh, the listings at the top that say sponsored, those are the most highest converting searches and keywords and clicks. And so whatever your services are, and I would break those out into your various services, you may also break them down by geographic areas that you target. But basically what you are going to do is you are going to create all of those keywords and then you're going to connect them to that landing page and then you build ads for each ad group so that it's all connected. Remember, whatever keyword that you're looking for and say it's like DeLand roofing contractor, DeLand plumbing contractor, something like that, DeLand kitchen renovation, could be DeLand septic services, it could be any whatever service business you're in. Uh, you want to pick that those keywords. The ad should match that, and it should be going over to the right page. So you got to connect everything. So you it does take time to set up, but what's the payoff? I mean, it's you're going to spend fifty percent what your competitors are are paying. So the setup is a little bit intense, but on your search campaigns, this is where your negative keywords come in because you're going to say, "Hey, we don't want jobs. We don't want that." And then basically you turn those on. Now search ads, if your quality score is not high enough or you're not bidding enough, it will say uh, bid is too low to, for the ad to show. So you got to raise it. So whenever you kick off a campaign, you usually have to spend more, establish your quality scores, get a high click-through ratio, make sure people are clicking on, on everything. And then you should be able to measure your return on investment. 
So when people fill out a form on your website, you'll know if you got a lead, you could say, how did you hear about us? Which you should do, but you can also collect that private uh, UTM data that's passed on in the hidden fields on the form. If someone calls you, if you're using a call tracking tool, you can see, hey, we got a new call from Google Ads and you can figure out your return on investment. Search ads, if you could generate, imagine if you could generate leads. We have some clients are generating leads like $11, $12 a lead. If a job is worth $20,000 and you're only paying $20 a lead, if your closing ratio was one in in four, like you're still, you know, you're getting a $20,000 deal for less than $100. So you can get a great return on investment. Content ads, Google will try to say, hey, be on our partners, go on our content network. Sure, you don't want to add this. You got to be very careful with content ads because they usually have a very, very poor return on investment. Now, you can set up audiences like people that are in the market for your service. And that sometimes does well, but you got to really measure it and test it. And so how do you know if any of this works, Matt? Like, you're like you just told me all these campaigns that I've have to set up or, or that you set up for clients. How do I know if any of this works? And it's goes back to measuring and leveraging the marketing arsenal step three of our formula. And so because we set up goals on uh, Google, we can see basically I could look at all of the searches for, for that month. And I can see that maybe we spent, you know, $500 on all the search, but if I take that data and I look at it over a long period of time, I may see some keywords that we've spent hundreds of dollars on that never have ever generated a call or a lead. And so you know what you do? You pause those or you delete them. And then the good news is all that money will then flow to what is working. So right in Google Ads, you can see what's working and what's not working. At the end of the year, too, you can also go in and run a report. You could see all the revenue you generated from the ads. You can see how much you spent. You can kind of perform a return on investment calculation. But you have to set up measurable marketing first. The problem you feel when when you're doing marketing with Google, you look at it and you say, gosh, man, I, I'm spending you know, $2,000 a month. And, and right now, that may be a lot of money in your head or $5,000 a month. You may say, oh my gosh, that's that's a lot of money. But if you're getting a great return of, of, on investment on all of your ad spend, you're going to want to spend as much as you can. And so what, right now I have a lot of clients that they're spending the most they can spend. Now we're still optimizing it so they're paying less per keyword, but there's just not enough search volume to get them to spend more. And I'm not willing to increase like content marketing, like ads on others' websites because it just doesn't work. So basically their search campaigns are are maxed out. We're measuring it. The ads are in great shape. There's Everything's on point. And yes, this does take time to manage. It takes time to do. But the good news is, is once it's set up the right way and you're measuring everything, the tweaks don't take as long. It's really just the setup. Uh, so once it's set up and that time-consuming process is done, uh, then it's just small tweaks and and just making sure of things that we need to to change and kind of go through that. So you're going to be using Google Analytics. You're going to to set up goals. Uh, that's going to transfer over to Google Ads, and then you're going to adjust those. And then basically you raise your budget up or down, and you figure out what works in the right return on investment. And it's it's pretty 
it's pretty remarkable how instantly you can get traffic. And I find a lot of service businesses we work with, like, so we have two kind of packages, like our starter package is normally like a web, help them with some USP data and just getting their ad. So a lot of times companies don't even have, they, they aren't doing anything on Google and they, they have a website that's old and doesn't have a, um, a, a, a form to even be filled out by just setting those things up and having a website that converts. It's a lot of work still, but companies can generate, I mean, twice as many leads as they are in one day by just turning on pay per click. Now there are other networks like Bing and Yahoo. And what's cool is you can export your Google ads from Google to Bing, have them turned on just like that. So normally you want to set up uh, first with Google and then you can export and bid less on those smaller networks. But you turn all those on in one day and boom, you got traffic, you got leads and there's nothing better than, you know, having a, a small business that doesn't have any leads and then they get a lot of clients right away. So it's very satisfying to see. Uh, so a couple of questions about Google ads and, and this is a big one. Like if you are a small company and you're like, how can I compete with these larger companies on Google? And what I would tell you is make sure it's not based on how big they are. It's based on you following the rules. And so dedicated landing page, tightly nip ads and ad groups on your campaigns, negative keywords, because a lot of the big giants, they'll just, they want traffic and look at that data and don't spend on money on what doesn't work. So you really, really got to measure it super tight. Uh, I, uh, before we worked exclusively with service businesses, I've consulted, you know, all over and um, with lots of different types of companies and, and just traveling out. And I've met with mil, 10, $20 million companies that don't measure their ads at all. Um, we work with a company here in Central Florida, and they were spending $50,000 a month on Google Ads. And a lot of it was in other countries. People would visit the site and be on the page for like one second. I said, y'all need to cut all of this money out. It's You got probably $30,000 of waste. We reallocated that money. Now we actually just cut a lot, but their spend was about twenty from fifty to twenty thousand, and then what ended up happening is they generated more leads by spending less, by improving their campaign. So you have to follow uh, Google's rules. Um, uh, so another question people ask me, and they they act like it's not, and I like this is like Google's. Um, hey, let me just tell you the question: Are Google Ads effective for all types of service business? most service business owners believe they shouldn't be spending money on Google. They're going to do some other way. I will tell you, they should, you should be spending money on service business ads. If you have a product uh, or a service that's $5,000 or more. Um, and because your competitors are going to eventually too, like they, they, they should be, if they listen to this recording, hopefully they would do it because it's such a great return on investment. And so you should be doing it. Most service businesses, should be doing pay-per-click marketing with Google, uh, Yahoo, and Bing. And you can do Facebook. Uh, there's other networks as well. But having it set up so you can measure it, number one, and then you just calculate your return on investment. So the question is that I hear a lot is how do I measure the ROI of Google Ads for my service business? So you do this kind of at the end of the year or maybe at the end of the quarter, um, you need some data. And so, uh, for example, maybe that first couple of months, you're getting your ad sorted out. So don't check then 
but maybe month three through month six, you've got three months of that and you want to see how many leads you've generated and which leads you think are going to close. And so, so maybe uh, you're spending a thousand a month, you got $3,000 and then you basically add up your profits of the deals that are expected to close. Now at the end of the year, you know, you could wait, say maybe three months and then you'd have a really, really accurate picture of how much you spent versus how much you received. But every company that we've set up, every service business company we've set up pay-per-click marketing for because of the high ticket of jobs um, and how much they profit, oh my gosh, it's crazy not to spend, you know, $20 to get a lead if a job's worth $25,000. It's crazy. Uh, so most service businesses should be doing this and, um, and they should be measuring the ROI. Uh, lastly, uh, how often... Um, should we update our Google ads and our strategies? Once it's set up, if it's set up the right way, it's not very often. Um, but basically, you need to go in and you need to just make sure your quality scores are good. Uh, any suggestions that Google is suggesting that you consider them, they will try to give you suggestions to spend money. So just a warning on that. You don't want to automatically apply that. Uh, but you want to look in it, uh, look at it and see what's happening and, and just try to stay up on it. I've been doing Google ads for our business since 2004. Like that's all, I mean, that's 20 years of marketing uh, with Google ads. And I have seen the campaign and the platform change dramatically. Google is for themselves. And so you have to remember, you have to absolutely do things the right way so that you can save money. I assure you, your competitors are not doing this. So as we kind of wrap up today, uh, just want to remind you, Google Ads is a great way to generate revenues for your service business. It's fast and it's a great way for you to to really grow. And as I was sharing before, most of our, we have two different types of packages that we have at Grow Inc. One is like we call like a starter package and it's smaller and what it does, it focuses on the website and the pay-per-click USPs and creating leads. So it's really like a lead conversion campaign. Uh, and it's not like an all-inclusive marketing campaign. So we don't get into local, we don't get into um, SEO and all those other things, but we try to generate leads right away so that the company can then go to a full four-step marketing campaign, which is our all-inclusive marketing immersive package where we do all of this stuff for the client. And so it's a good way for them to kind of get started. So if we're doing that in our starter packages, like it's if, if pay-per-click is one of the most important things in there, it absolutely should be something that you're doing right now. With that said, and as we wrap up our podcast, I just want to give you a quick reminder. If you haven't already to request our free resources from Grow Inc. on our website, just go to www.grow, that's G-R-O dot Inc. forward slash start. Uh, there's a hundred page uh, book. It's the four-step marketing process to growing service businesses. It's exactly what we do. All of the marketing uh, items that we use, uh, website, all of those details is laid out there for you. It's a for formula for growth that we use to take uh, and grow service businesses by up to three, 400%. Haven't seen 500%, but I'm not saying it's not possible um, it just depends on that, but it's, we've seen some great success. You'll get this book in digital format. 
Uh, so you can read it on your favorite reader. There's a PDF copy. There's an audio copy that you can actually have it played to you while you're driving down the road from a appointment to appointment. And there's also a checklist of all the tools that we use and suggest and a do-it-yourself marketing plan checklist as well. So there's some great resources. We give it away free uh, to prospects. And, and another thing you may be curious about, well, like why, why do that? Why help? Well, not everyone we can take on as a client. And I don't mean that like we're, we're better, you know, but just sometimes people are just starting out and they just don't have the capital and we can help them get a little bit better. And then maybe one day they'll reach out to us. Um, and, and the other thing is, is that if we can really educate a, a client, so a big part of our, our business model is we partner and we don't want to, we don't want to partner with someone who doesn't buy into the vision of what their business should look like and, and, and be like. And, and so by educating everybody and sharing this information openly, it allows us to find the right people. So we don't have to sell them or high pressure them. They're like, Hey, I, I'm ready to go. I buy in and it, it makes it that much more easy for us to work with a client. So that's a, another reason we share this. So in our next episode, quick preview, if you will, we're going to be talking about yard signs. We're going to be talking about getting referrals and we're going to be talking about boosting reviews. And this is all kind of an automatic system. And so we did talk about viral refer, referrals a couple of uh, trainings ago, uh, but this is a little bit different. This is after a job closes. How do you get lots of referrals? How do you Every time, the same time every month, how do you log into Google and see you've got five new reviews? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk with you through this in our next episode. So thanks for hanging out with us and learning about AdWords, uh, Google Ads, and we will see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. We hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. For more information about Grow Inc. and to request our free marketing blueprint ebook and other resources please visit www.grow.inc. That's G-R-O We'll catch you in the next episode.